¡Órale! ¡Sí, señor! Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FP Podcast. Primos in the house, I'm Jorge Georgi Martín, and we got Ricky Torres, Hector Reyes, and Primo Nico Gutierrez. ¡Órale! ¡Órale! Oh. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah, we're we're good. We're good. We're good. We're feeling good. We're uh, feeling proud. Oh, UCLA, baby. UCLA. And I'm a big UCLA fan, and I usually don't watch March Madness, but you guys got me into the Familia bracket, which is even more players than uh, our family football. <laughs> yeah. So I had to start watching it, and and sure enough, the team I love the most is in the Final Four, baby. UCLA. Let's oh, go. can you can you imagine? They had to they had to win the playoff game, and they were losing that game, and then all of a sudden, now they now here they are, final four. Oh, ruins, ruins. Hey, oh. Cinderella, man, Cinderella's technic technically. Just in case we those ain't. Tri- those, I'll, throw some, I'll throw some trivia out there. Going to Los Angeles County, the Disney Animation Studios are where Burbank, <laughs> California, which is in what? Los Angeles County, which is also in Los Angeles County, UCLA. So there you go. Cinderella, UCLA. It all ties together, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could you imagine if USC won and it was just like the LA showdown? I, I mean, we, we hadn't seen something like that since like Earl Anthony and Frank Allen and the bowling playoffs, you know? That's just <laughs> Earl Anthony. We had an Earl Anthony reference. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 you're, if you're old enough to have been watching, you know, bowling at the age of seven in, back in 1982, you remember a guy named Earl Anthony who used to be a professional bowler. That's he was good. School, wow. He was that good. Is, he was really good. Yes, he was. <laughs> That's old school. Nico with the deep Never pull. Heard of him. Nico with the deep trivia deep pick pull. right there. Nice. That's a deep pull right there. Yeah, bowling's not a sport. It's a lifestyle. So just make sure you know that. <laughs> hey, then that means golf is too. No, because right. in bowling, perfection is attainable. In golf, it is not. Now, uh, we do mm. have some familia that with USC ties. Uh, yes, we do. How do we feel about that? Hey, you know, familia is familia. You know, where we feel bad for the SC If they losing, die, they die. feel good for UCLA winning. You know, support a- every, we support everyone. I always. would have been excited always. for it. Um, I got more points in the bracket because USC lost. So I'll take it. There you go. No, well, Gonzaga looks like a different team. They, they're, they're, just they're, like just... NBA, they're like NBA, like G League NBA team. And everybody else well, is like kids college. UCLA is beat number four, so... Exactly. They haven't exactly. lost it over. They haven't lost in like a year. Gonzaga. They, they, their last loss was sometime in 2020. Like in, I don't know. Well, I mean, 2020. Like, I, think, I, think it, I think it. I think it might have actually. I think it might have been in 2019. I think it was like December 2019 is the last time Gonzaga lost. So, something crazy like that's that. That's just that's yeah. Just it's ridiculous. It's incredible. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, we're incredible. talking. We're talking PC, which is pre-COVID. You know, trademark, <laughs> trademark by Nico. Pre-COVID, yes. That was 2019 P- 2019 PC. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we very much like to be PC. Yes. There you go. And, and post C too. Yeah, post-COVID too. <laughs> we would love and, to be post-COVID right now. Yes. <laughs> and and the other thing that's post-COVID, baseball is back, boys. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I can't wait to get that to Dodger Stadium. You guys watching it on TV, like the way the pavilions look it's just like different man they, they painted them and they did some weird kind of construction i can't wait to get out there and check it out man 
it, it's it's gonna be good it, it, it's gonna be good i mean i'm I, i'm gonna wait till the you know everybody's vaccinated people are vaccinated and uh we're we're a little more in the herd mentality but i'm gonna be watching it's 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 so cool the dodgers get their defense i mean obviously they're starting on the road in colorado but opening day at dodger stadium is going to be a week from friday so that's going to be off the hook that is yeah man and, and thin and, air in colorado and the dodgers are hitting right now so we, we're gonna make some balls fly man let's oh, go four game series start off the season and and it's yeah. just great the the you got the you, you got the defense defense of the the world championship i mean so many guys i mean i mean mookie betts is in his prime you know Cody Bellinger Bellinger. Is getting the, wow yeah cory seager cory seager is just like yes. an absolute you know oh Beast. and and uh hey pitching staff right talk about oh, it. talk about it george trevor bauer man i mean add trevor bauer to clayton kershaw and walker bueller i mean i do a smeal i do a smeal right. just i mean you know you still got to win the games and everything like that but man that is just formidable i mean you're not going to win it on paper but these guys are studs and and you know watch out for dustin may and and hey our compadre julio urias Yo, yeah, Rasa, Rasa, yeah. right there. He's gonna be on. He is gonna be a stud. That's the guy. Year. Is he gonna take over for Jansen? What's gonna happen with Jansen? How long oh, he's in Jansen the rotation. No longer the. Yeah, he's oh, in he's the rotation. A yeah, he's. Oh a yeah. Oh yeah. Let's go. I didn't know yeah. that. So hey, pleasantly surprised. That's oh, awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. That oh yeah. Awesome. We're gonna we're gonna love watching him. We're gonna be hopefully five six innings. Uh, yeah. Hopefully. And then just uh, just uh, just dominate, just dominate. No, it's gonna be fun. The El Toro. Or we gotta come up with a name, right? There's gotta, uh, you know. I mean, you know, like <laughs> what what do you call like the calf? El, well, know, the, El Torito. El Torito. El Torito. Is, Boom, there you go. It's already I, I, trademarked. Oh dang it! What about a uh, little mouse? You should name a restaurant about uh, with that name. Oh, that's right, El Raton. <laughs> Raton. Wait, El but that raton. has like negative connotations of like ratonito. You, uh, Ratoncito. You know, you, you, you're, you know, you're, you're, you uh, rat out people. Like you don't want to be a rat's not a good, not a good name. <laughs> you, you know, you're, you, you, you tell on people. You can call, you can call Mickey Mouse. Mouse. Loves Mickey, Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. That's, I think the angels have all the dibs. on. <laughs> hey, it's all good. <laughs> you know, that was voted the best or they, they ranked it the number one stadium out of all the stadiums. Dodger stadium. No angels. What? Because it has like big when they compare the, the food to everything else and the seats what? and the price, it was like the best value. Uh, maybe value, maybe value wise. I ripped up, uh, it was a sports illustrator. I ripped it up too. I was all like, that's booty. I don't know. I, I'm like, I have to go check it out myself. However, man. however, the Dodgers are super expensive to eat anything, but it's oh. a hell, of, it's a hell of a stadium. Oh, it's still Dodger Stadium. It's one of the oldest right now. It's yes. Like, it's antique, right? Is that what you call it? Make it more expensive? It's, no, no, no. Vintage. Vintage. That's, that's, right. the word, that's the word you want. It's vintage. Yeah. Yes. I mean, only. And it's re- retro. Retro, yeah, the old, vintage. Uh, the only older stadiums are Wrigley Field in Chicago and Fenway Park in Boston. So, wow. uh, and they did a lot of renovation. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully fans get to really enjoy it and just really enjoy winning the world series and then do it again so that we could have a parade. Let's do it again. Oh man. We should actually just have a parade. Like after COVID's done, just like, Hey, remember we won the world series back then? Like we're just gonna have the parade now. Like just, just you know, the PC parade. Let's go. Post COVID parade. Maybe yeah. have the parade like, you know, during the all-star break or something yeah, like that. And just, yeah. uh, you know, get the guys, get the guys out and really start feeling it. And, yeah, you know, maybe, be... mm-hmm. 
and then you could get Kike back or you know, <laughs> uh, him to come back for the a little bit of the yeah, a, we're past Jock. that Georgie we're past him <laughs> you know? hey you know what when the when the uh, Red Sox won the World Series in 2004 Derek Lowe signed and he won the he won the clinch game Derek Lowe signed with the Dodgers the next year he wasn't pitching on the day they were doing the ring ceremony they actually let him fly to Boston that's Derek cool. Lowe is not a good example. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll give you Never that. Never been a fan of that guy. So <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I've been playing well, fantasy baseball way too long. To, so. <laughs> well, I will say that uh, Los Angelitos, the Angels, uh, they're going to be pretty good. They're going to be pretty good. I mean, obviously, they have Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon. Uh, and then Shohei Atani. Maybe he's. Uh, we'll see if he can finally show up. Yeah, maybe maybe his pitching. Maybe this year he'll do the pitching. Mike Trout predicted ten home runs. I'm sorry, 10, 10 plus ten or more wins, and thirty home From runs. Otani? Wow. From Otani. Wow. Well, right now Otani's got a blister, so we'll see if he gets back. Oh, let's Game hope. over. That's, let's hope. That's- that's fifteen day DL, right? Get better, and uh, we're not hearing anything from Nico on the uh, Giants. So, uh, any any thoughts, Nico? I heard they're going to play this year, so you know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good, Mijo. You're Nico. You're you're going to be the correspondent for the for the Giants for Los Gigantes. So we'll uh, Nico. How they do? They played just a bit outside. There you go. <laughs> well, hey, uh, let's get in some cheese man. Cheese man. Cheese man. So 17 games, boys. We got another Sunday of football. Mm. 17. I, I got an email from the Chargers because I'm a season ticket holder, and they said, oh, congratulations. There's an extra game. I think we're going to be playing the, the Minnesota Vikings at home, and it's a free ticket for me. So I'm like, yay. Wow. you can bring a guest. And if oh, you can bring a guest, that'd be great. I got six seats, so I can take a lot of guests. Boom. I'm oh. there. I'm in the house. <laughs> I'm in the house. Vamos, we're doing we're gonna be doing a show from SoFi Stadium, apparently. apparently hopefully, hopefully tailgate. Hopefully tailgate, yes. but I haven't heard anything on that. Yes, uh, but going back to the schedule, how does this change fantasy football? Are we going to a uh, add an extra week? So it's 14 regular season weeks. Are we adding another playoff week? What are we doing here? No, it's 14. I, I would say 14 weeks and then championship in week 17. And then now uh, do you think there's a, more of a possibility? that week 17 which is the second to last game for every team you see more people sit therefore you have championship games with players who led a team the whole way that all of a sudden sit because you know what i mean because now that there's more games that means teams have a, a bigger chance of having a bigger lead and having a buy sooner than later well considering the fact that only one team is going to get a buy so it's going to re- one team overall or one team yeah, each only division? one team in each in each conference. So I would still hazard to guess that everybody's going to be competitive. And a lot of people are going to sit on week 18. Well, lot, the, of the, the regular season is this still the weekend after Labor Day. Yes. Uh, okay. They didn't lose a, a preseason game. They lost they one preseason game. Yeah. Yeah. So they're down to three. I Four still think this is a, a step toward going to 18 games. And, you know, and then having the Super Bowl President's Day weekend, I, I still think. But uh, who knows? I mean, what this was the the when they increased the seat, the the schedule to 16 games with 1978. So uh, what is it? 
almost 40 years. <laughs> so does does this mean now that the Super Bowl is like a week before President's Day? Is that how this is all like yeah. playing out? Uh, how so, how convenient. So always isn't need that is when the NBA pro we, pro NBA is the pro yeah, the, the All Star Game. You're talking about the All Star Game. Yeah. It will be, but you know they'll move it around. They'll they they're not going to go Money up against talks. the Super Bowl. Oh, hey, Georgia, how do, what made you think of this whole? Do you think the Super Bowl is eventually going to be on President's Day? Like they're gearing towards that. I really think they're going to. Day that. weekend. Yeah, that's. I think that's a <laughs> heck of a, a. What do you think? Maybe uh, a brilliant heck of an idea or a brilliant conspiracy you thought of. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Oh, we I need that Monday off. We need that Monday off. Yeah, the Monday off without. It's a Monday off that's already a Monday off. Yes, so we'll, exactly. Just make it's, it happen. Just plug and play. Take that's advantage it. of it. Yes. Well, they, they, I, I saw this report one time that the that the United States loses over a billion dollars with a B in productivity the day after the Super Bowl because <laughs> so many people ca- call out. And sick. they sell so much ibuprofen and aspirin and, <laughs> and yeah. all and bottled water and yeah. Gatorade. To, for the rec- for the recovery, you think you think that you you think that menudo would be uh, yeah, know, just, I'm sure it is. I'm everybody, sure it is. everybody, you know, you know how guacamole for the Super Bowl, the avocados are you know. This is like a menudo. Imagine that menudo commercial, like canned menudo, like for tomorrow morning, dude. They would sell out. Vamonos. That's what they should do. Vamonos. Should no do. one should sell canned menudo. Yeah, please. I don't. mean, I'm just saying, as a money <laughs> as a money play, somebody will. If they did it during the Super Bowl, I'm just saying that's a money play. People will buy it. People <laughs> will buy it. It's the magical cure. Talk to all your Latino friends. This stuff works. Uh, you know, today, today I had an Italian dish that had the tripe, and uh, it was a very fancy dish. And uh, I saw it on that CNN, you know, traveling through uh, Italy. And I guess it was something that came out of the ghettos that kind of. Family Tucci, yes, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. Nothing goes to waste, exactly. Nothing goes to waste, but. Uh, it's like a you know a very exotic you know and it's it's a very popular meal and it, it tasted great. They did it kind of like slivers, like you would uh, thick pasta or something like that. So, oh wow! It was uh, unique, but uh, I still like my menu though. So there you go. Oh yeah, <laughs> I will say it. Uh, you know, it's still Tommy's takes care of it at two o'clock in the morning. Bingo. What, what Menudo <laughs> does, said, hey, what Menudo does the next morning. So <laughs> bingo. There you go. That works too in a pinch. But I tell you, you, I know, mean, you know, nothing, nothing works as good as a nap. That's the only thing that yep. cures the hangover for me. Yep. That, that good, and coconut water. That's good the magical, sleep. That's the magical thing. Coconut water is magic for all you out there. If you haven't tried it yet, coconut water oh. is magical. But wait. hey, you know what? Seventeen game, a 17th game, that's more opportunity. <clears throat> that That's another game of fantasy. And I just, yep. I, I think another d- daily fantasy opportunity. Exactly. You know, Primo yes. Greggy Greg is going to go nuts with us. So he's going yeah, to have to do another week. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, and big trade. So, you know, it happened. This happened on Friday. Two trades happened where the 49ers traded up to the number three spot from number 12. The Dolphins traded from three to 12 and then jumped back up to six. So now they're number six pick and the Eagles are now in the 12 picks. So uh, it, it really looks like the 49ers are going for a quarterback. Well, you yeah. don't trade up to that point. Yes. Yeah. No. And, and to your point, I, I saw a stat today. I, forget, I think it was on ESPN. I think that they, they did a study and I think it was, or some, you know, some research the last like 10 times, I think they said, that teams traded up for a top three pick, like nine of them have been a quarterback and only one team like in 2008 or something like picked a defensive lineman or something. But yes, your point, like 99% of the time, if you're trading up, 
to a top three pick, it's going to be a quarterback. So I, I don't have any reason to believe that this would be any different. No. And uh, Nico, are all the ladies in San Francisco going to be crushed if uh, Jimmy G is no longer? <laughs> well, no you, longer? you know, it's funny. I, I watched a, a draft day and see what Kevin Costner was doing. Just uh-huh. like for this one. <clears throat> but uh, no, and it's Crazy funny. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that Jimmy G had the nickname of uh, uh Jimmy uh, Porno Jimmy or something like that because I guess he showed up at somewhere in LA with a porn star as his date or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I did not know that. You know, I, I didn't know how I didn't know how to think about that. You know, it's, you know, so very intrigued. <laughs> I still got to look. So, up I'll Jimmy tell you Jimmy. what, it makes me feel like he's overcompensating, <laughs> and that's how I've been feeling his whole career. So. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got to, you know, being the porn star, it's like, I feel left out, you know, so I got to feel left out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to study, I'm going to have to study so you know, figure out see who's out there. So. there to go. me, that's showing a lot of confidence. So right. <laughs> that's all I'll say about that. There you go. There you I go. don't know, man. I think there's more confidence taking Rosie O'Donnell to a... a <laughs> no, but to, to answer your question, um, yeah, I mean, it's funny because he's popular there. They like him there. And, I mean, he just – and they said it. I mean, he's a good quarterback. He's just hurt all the time. So um, – Not good enough. They need to quit. They need to quit. I hate hearing about him. And I feel like finally they take the step in the right direction and the fans just need to take one for the team. Well, it's kind of like Kevin Durant. He's always hurt, but are you going to get rid of him? No. Yeah, know. they did. Well, no, he left. I mean, he's – We had to get rid of Rivers and we won. Well, Rivers was old. They called Old Man River. You know? Yeah, and Jimmy G still can't put up numbers like Old Man Rivers. Well, they said that he, every time he's quarterback, pretty much every time they win, and when he's not, they almost lose. So it's got to tell you something. Yeah, but he's only he's only in the he he only plays half the half the time. So that's the tough part. I mean, he I think I saw a stat that he's played twenty three of the last forty two games that the 49ers since he's been traded to the 49ers it's like ooh, wow. that, that that hurts that hurts i mean it's yeah. yeah different injuries you know one was a knee and one was an ankle so they're not related uh but uh but i it, hey you know I, I i say it i say it again and again the best ability is availability so i i yeah, think man. they moved up they're gonna get a quarterback maybe they'll trade him maybe they'll let him walk in free agency but uh it's uh it, it really looks like the first two picks are going to be trevor lawrence and just and uh zach wilson so maybe it's justin fields from ohio state maybe it uh, there's a lot of talk from daniel jeremiah and chris sims that mac jones from alabama is going to be the pick yeah uh, that that's, he's that's him that would be that would be pretty incredible but uh uh, well, ho- hopefully you guys, uh, Familia, you're, you're checking out our, our uh, I did, I did an interview with our uh, buen amigo Jordan Bohink uh, out in España, where he's wow. been, he's been scouting our, uh, he's been scouting for the, for the NFL draft and we did quarterbacks yesterday. So, uh, so yeah, let's uh, check. So check that out. And, uh, you know, we both, we both like uh, Mac Jones. We both are kind of a little lukewarm to Trey Lance and, uh, and Justin, but and both very hot on Justin Fields. So it's good. It's going to be fun. The draft is going to be fun, but the dolphins, I I think now are positioned to get a, a big time wide receiver. A uh, big-time wide receiver or maybe tight end Kyle Pitts uh, right there at that point. Ooh, can you imagine? Uh, can you imagine Pitts what Tua is going to do? Quick, Pitts, Pitts won't last out of the out of the top ten. No, there's no there's no chance. He's, he'll I, be, yeah. He's I don't think quick. he goes past the Dolphins. I right. really no, yeah, don't could, think exactly, he goes exactly. past the Dolphins. If Dolphins gets, can't they they can't pass if they if he falls in their lap they have they have to pick him. They're building up that offense. They 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 would just have to. He's like a Megatron type. Just he's a beast. That guy's going to do very well. 
it'd be too much, you know, kind of feeling like he was back in Miami. I mean, back in Alabama. And we see yeah. last year how ready for the NFL action these, these wide receivers are right now. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. They're, they're doing all the right things. And it's like, and, and every year it's like one more year of information, knowledge, training, you know, they're just, you know, they're learning how to prepare for this, for the NFL. There's enough information out there. How do I prepare? How do I, you know, what, what drills do I do? How, you know, what's the best way to, to get up to speed and gosh, you know, we, we talked about it, you know, the last year's rookie class was just like insane, you know, and, and there's more. You know, as far as the wide receivers are. Yeah. And I think, I, yeah. yeah, everybody pretty much, because even the running backs and, and Jonathan Taylor and Justin Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. Across Burrow, the board. Receivers, everyone really yeah, did. Everybody. Yes hitting the ground running now it's there's this whole this whole new level of just of information out there that are getting these kids ready a lot quicker than back in the day now, now how much of that is a surprise shock to the system to the to the current nfl players and that's why burrow and herbert are doing well and later they'll do less good compared to tradition, no these guys are good like tradition legacy behavior what information did aaron Rodgers have when he when he got to the packers whatever it was that brett but it took him a while before to he him. started yeah but yeah. Not, but today there's so much information i mean you guys can go you can go on instagram you can go on you know and everybody's you know everybody's a millionaire so people aren't afraid to talk to you and they don't care like what is yeah i'll tell you what i know bro like you know i don't have a problem with that or they, they share trainers well, look, exercise at, look, look at Peyton Manning's first year. He didn't even have a winning record. People weren't talking about him being MVP or anything like that. Right. It's just different nowadays. They're they're ready completely for completely different. Yes. Right the I still ability think, to prepare. I, I yeah. I think I think there's a lot more similarity between the college game and the pro game, and so true, that's true. what's great making point. that's that, a great point, especially yes. in the pat the college passing game. I think you're really seeing advances. You're seeing the 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 great quarterback play at that point, and uh, really, I mean, there's so much talk. I mean, I, I hear uh, Daniel Jim Ryan and Bucky Brooks on their podcast talking so much about the seven on seven that they, the seven on seven drills and competitions that they do all the way down to the high school level. And the players are real, and and the the run the quarterbacks and the and the receivers are really advanced based on you know compared to where they were twenty years ago, and so totally, that totally. that's, that's a saying. big difference. That's Aaron Rodgers coming up, he got nothing. <laughs> yeah, you sit there. Here's a clipboard, buddy, and you know I'll, I'm gonna I'll share some things with you maybe if I want to. Okay, you know like you know that's that's it. And he just he just stand there, and, and like you said, the college game to the pro game very different so it was a it's a it was a used to be a huge jump from the college game to the pro game and now it's like it's kind of a blur they blurred the line big time especially when you're like going from like a you know like an alabama or lsu last year which were basically nfl teams because exactly. i mean how many how many first round picks were coming out of those teams yes. so uh it's it, it's uh i i'm pumped about the draft i mean we're a month away from the draft and it's going to be i mean we're recording this on the 30th it's going to be awesome it's going to be awesome there's going to be uh i i think the quarterbacks are going to go early and it's just and there's going to be tons of receivers going and some running backs going in the second and third round so it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun and another thing guys there's another sense of normalcy coming it's looking like otas are gonna be back so yeah. the teams can start kind of having a normal off season having in-person in-person otas so the off-season programs looks like they're not gonna have to be virtual so uh, another option for them so that's good that's good news boys that is good yes. news yeah, no more no more cardboard cutouts. I mean, what, what are you gonna do with all those? Oh, people? 
you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Auction them off. Auction them off and have the money go to charity. Please, Port of There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you I, go. Just, I can put it in my car and drive the carpool lane, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. So one last move, and it's kind of like an underrated move, but it's it's a lineman move that that could make that could uh, kind of move the needle a little bit. Austin Blythe leaves the Rams, and they're and they're I think they were the number three offensive line according to Pro Football Focus this year. Left there, and he went to the Chiefs. So what what was it? Hey, they're keeping the king upright. They're taking mm-hmm. care of the king, protecting the king. So got to do um, it. A uh, great move. Great move. I mean, he's 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 a really good. He's a really solid center. Still young at age twenty nine. It's a great move for them. Bad move for the Rams. So hopefully they've right. got. A, I mean, they've got some <laughs> other guys coming in behind them. But I mean, th- this guy was playing at a high level. So big. Yeah, because uh, Stafford needed somebody to you know uh, to block for. Because he, he so, needs someone. So to- Stafford a top ten quarterback still. Oh, I think if he had a good line, he would be. I think he's there. You know what the line is now. He just lost his center. So. <laughs> you know, it could be, I mean, that's the, that's the one position that they lost. So maybe they, you know, they're able to, they got, they, they got a, some, but, some solid backups in there, but yes, that's still a big, but Hey, what do we know about rankings? <laughs> <laughs> what do we know about rankings? Yeah. Yes. Who wants a do over? <laughs> Who wants a do over? I, I feel like I wasn't off on mine too much looking at it. Um, you guys, however, have some wait, reaches. Wait, let, 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 let me ask. Hey, hey, oh, uh, trophy. Who who knows about it? You do, you do, you do. Oh. That's because you read our rankings. Uh, my fantasy That's football, right. That's my right. Fantasy football trophy says that I. You I took our know. you took our information and you listened to all of our podcasts and you. You use all of our knowledge and that's why you won. For yeah, example, that's... I had Josh Allen in the top five. So did Hector I. Hector added him in the top five. I did yeah. not. I did not. So yeah, that's the quarterbacks. Yeah, I did not. I had him at number 10. So I screwed him up. Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys had him in a good spot. I mean, obviously, he ended up number number one overall uh, among among all fantasy quarterbacks. I mean, you know, the the thing with him, it was, I, I, I don't know if anyone, no, none of us expected uh, the number one overall. Uh, but no. what a huge jump, almost 1500 yards more passing. Uh, and 17 more pass, 17 more touchdowns. His uh, running was still great. He had nine nine rushing touchdowns in 2019, and he had eight last in 2020. So, I, I mean, think it's because their running game sucked for the Buffalo yeah, Bills yeah. that they had to lean on Josh Allen for everything, and he just delivered. Yes, Casey Kasem at the number one spot. We've got Josh. Oh Allen. my God, <laughs> Casey Kasem reference. <laughs> We're going away, man. Nico, Nico just brought out the time machine, bro. Wow. <laughs> hey, you know what? Casey Kasem, America's top 40. <laughs> Familia, you know, we, we report to a vast audience. And, you know, I, I think we need to sit there and yes. touch base with everybody. And Earl Anthony, Casey Kasem. Like, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is amazing. Like, we're, I'm back in 1982 right now. This is amazing. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Keep your feet on the ground. Put your feet, keep your feet on the ground, but keep reaching for the stars. So. That's right. That's and, right. And as a, a quick reference to all you out there, Casey Kasem was the voice of which popular cartoon character? American Top 40. Oh, Shaggy. no, Shaggy. Shaggy. Oh, that's right. I do. I do. That's right. As you say, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> that's right. A little, 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 little trivia there. A little 80s trivia. So there you go. 
Yeah, I've got it kind of old. I, one time I was at, and I said, can you play some JT? And he goes, I don't do Justin Timberlake. Goes, no, James Taylor. Like, oh, <laughs> you are old. My guy, no. uh, if they don't, yeah, just don't let them call you Boomer, Primo. Just don't let boomer. them call you Primo. Okay, Boomer. So, you know, Josh Allen, I mean, it, I don't think anyone can expect a, a jump ahead that like the one he had last year. I, I don't think anyone is, uh, you know, some people are talking about it a little bit with Daniel Jones, but I think he has to, I, I, I don't. Daniel Jones needs a lot. I think yeah. he needs a lot. I mean, I expect him to be better because he's going to have better talent around him. But again, I, that, I, I think that Josh Allen one was kind of like a, you know, uh, a, a, a rare occurrence not quite like Haley's comet but maybe you know once a decade pretty rare yes. so, so do you think yeah. he's not going to be top five next year oh i think he'll be top five i don't think he'll be top one yeah i mean it, it, it's a fluke like that tom brady guy what, what's he gonna do so will josh <laughs> out will, will lamar jackson be back in the top three well, Lamar? let's see. You know, we had him. Lamar, we, yeah, our, yes. our consensus had him at number two, and he finished Everyone, number ten. Yeah. He finished number ten. I, wow. you know, the the thing is, he's still going to run. He's still going to run. I mean, a thousand yards back to back years, first time in NFL history a quarterback's done that. And uh, but he, is he going to pass enough? I mean, he, you know, in his in in twenty in twenty nineteen he in twenty nineteen he threw four hundred and one times. Last year he threw three hundred seventy six times in fifteen games. So uh, I think we'd all love to see his passing volume go up. I mean, if he were to throw, you know, five hundred balls, how different is that? But um, you know, when I mean, he could be he could put up like Russell Wilson type of type of numbers throwing throwing around five hundred times. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, anybody feeling like they could be coming back? I mean, they did just sign Sammy Watkins. Is that is that exciting? Does I know Ricky's not excited about that. Tell us, Rick, how unexcited you are about that. For who though? Who just got Sammy Watkins? Sammy Watkins, the Ravens, Baltimore. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> That's exactly it what we were expecting, people. Nothing. <laughs> that like, that's exactly what <laughs> like, I was expecting to hear from Rick. Why don't you tell me that they got who's the Des Bryant? They got Des Bryant too. No one cares. <laughs> that means nothing fantasy wise or anything. <laughs> and I'll, mean. I'll tell you right now, Aaron Rodgers and Tannehill are both gonna do five spots less than they did this year. Ooh, interesting. Easily. Easily. Right. So you had we had Rodgers finish number three overall. And hell of a year for him. Oh, incredible. But I mean, he jumped 22 touchdown passes from 26 in 2019, all the way to 48 this last year. That was where the big jump was. That's, that's where he went. And uh, he was, he was in top 10 the previous year. I think he was exactly top 10, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's. Well, how how many games are they adding this year? Um, Uno. One, one. So the thing about it is, it's like that, that, that one game is enough. To like all of a sudden the records will be start getting broken again. Everything from running to passing. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a great point. That is a great point. And that just are gonna start getting shattered left asterisk, and right. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Exactly. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, because the the you know points per game, like no one cares about that. It's like, what were your total yards? Seven thousand yards passing. That's amazing. You're amazing. Seven thousand yards. Exactly. No one's gonna get fifteen hundred yards in one game. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> But yeah, you know what? Uh, I think I think Tom Brady. Well, he's a god. <laughs> he's I, a I, god. I think the fan. I think a lot of fantasy analysts are expecting that, you know Aaron Rodgers to come back down to earth. But I mean, think about it. I mean, would you take him at thirty? You know, let's say he let's say you cut the difference, and he ends up with like thirty-seven touchdown passes. That's still a pretty damn good game, damn good year. 
uh, not necessarily enough to, you know, maybe it'll still keep them in, it'll probably still keep them in the top 10, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I think the thing that we missed with Aaron Rodgers was the thinking that, uh, that, that his second year in the same offense that he was going to take a step forward. So I think that that was, uh, that was the thing. And w- with Tannehill, did anybody really think he was going to be able to repeat, repeat the year that he had the year before he, I mean, he was, he was over 70% uh, completion rate that year. Yeah. And I put him at number 10. I'm raising I'm my only, hand. I'm the I'm only one. Me. I'm the only one of us three that had Ryan Tannehill in the top 10. I knew he was going to be garbage. <laughs> I knew he was. I had him, and then I, I gave him away, basically. So you gave him away. Yeah, you yeah. just cut him. You just I cut had, him. I had to because they were. I had, he had the same buy as uh, Josh Allen. Josh, Josh Allen. Yeah, so I, I had to. So I was like, "What do I do?" Three See, quarterbacks. Rick, Ricky, Ricky, you had him twenty three. I had him nineteen. So I still uh, think that's how good he was. I had him ten, and that's I. Hey, I win that one. And he finished. He finished at number seven. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't feel proud about winning something with the name Ryan Tannehill on it. Hey man, watch. Watch. I'm more watch, proud man. of. I'm more proud of getting Kamara. Second. Go round. for it. So yeah, let's go to the running backs. All right. Bingo. So, so we all picked him number six overall. Our family members decided to pick him six or or even more down the list for their running backs because I was able to get him. 13th pick in overall. the second round we know Rick. So, <laughs> so where do you put him this year i mean i mean let's be honest last year great six question. isn't that wow. bad it was georgie's fault let's all blame georgie georgie was the one that came out with the report on this <laughs> channel saying that uh kamara had a an epidural. mess up his back he tweaked his back he had an epidural that was the report and he said anytime i hear about a player getting a needle in their back I don't know about getting them. And I felt like all the family heard that because, <laughs> because nobody wanted them. So this year with no report like that, but the big thing for Kamara, we don't know who his quarterback is. So it's going to be wasted. Are we still going to put him at number six? Pretty much. Does he not retain a top three spot like he had the previous years? I think they, I, yeah. They have the same line, right? At George, they have the same yeah. line pretty much. Yeah. Then Michael Thomas line, is still but we there. We saw what happened when when Breeze was in compared to when Hill was in. Yeah, but it may not even be Hill. Uh, it's so just... we shall see. I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. You pick Elliot or Kamara? Who goes first? Oh, Kamara. I pick Kamara over Elliot. D- yeah. Dallas has some. Dallas has some things going. Barkley on or there, Kamara? Man. Barkley's hurt still. Yeah, that was a tough one. I, he was my main guy. He got hurt right away. And I thought I'll never win the trophy, but you know what, boys and well, girls? Well, guys, I look, did. At, look at <laughs> all these running backs. Look at these running backs: Christian McCaffrey injured, Saquon Barkley injured, Ezekiel Elliott. His quarterback got injured, so his year was just lost. Uh, Joe Mixon, did he get injured, or did he just suck all? Yeah, year? he got he got injured. He missed. He Miles missed, like... Sanders injured. It, so many injuries in the top 10, 12 running backs. I I feel like if you don't have one of the top five. Don't worry about running backs because they're all going to break down eventually. Just invest in the handcuffs. Yeah, and there was guys like Miles Sanders. Like these people just woke up the last few weeks. Like yeah, exactly. Where Sanders. is he? Where was he? You know, right? Totally. Montgomery, same thing. It's like what? Because they were on my team and they were like almost going to be benched. Where did we have Montgomery? He's way 24. 24. I had him at twenty six. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, twenty four. But you know what, Nico, you got him late. 
you got them yeah. like in the fifth or sixth round, probably because we ranked them so low. And then right. All, right. And, and all of a sudden, and nobody was looking for him to do that. That was anything. like zero confidence in Trubisky and like the whole. Yeah. You know, you know who we had zero too. confidence in was Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah. So I feel happy about us there because that guy didn't do much. No. However, in other leagues, he was drafted first round, second round. Oh yeah. I, well, I think he would. Well, I mean, what was it? Didn't heck? Didn't you? I got him, him at number seven. Overall. Yeah, you picked him. Yeah. By that point, by the time we drafted, it was crazy. It was crazy. This, this was this was early. This was early prognostication. But, but you know by what? the time drafts came up, he was going. He was hot. He was a hot ticket. So David Montgomery was uh, ended up being uh, Nico. I think he was your league winner because he was just. Uh, I mean, he was set up late at the, late in the season. I mean, a lot of hit that production. Yeah, that got he, him to number four. He Go was ahead. doing a hundred. He was doing a hundred a week every week. It was guaranteed. Like what happened? Yeah, yeah. He was uh, just phenomenal and catching passes out of the backfield. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know if anybody's going to put him at number four. Well, who's going to quarterback in Chicago? Who? I, who do you think? Andy Andy Dalton. No, he's a backup. Uh, well, they got to I mean, get someone better. We'll see. We'll we're see. Gonna, we're gonna see. I, I think the see. bigger thing is who on our list is gonna do better in running back. Who's upgraded their stock in your eyes? I think Eckler. Even though I had him at eight, dude's got. If he's healthy, he's gonna be a top five running back. That's my opinion. Him, uh, I'm going to – yeah, Eckler is definitely one. You know, I think Melvin Gordon, because he doesn't have a lot of comp- competition, is going to take a step forward. Is he still uh, in Denver? Yeah. and, and, and You don't know where Melvin Gordon is, Rick? No, yeah. I'm just surprised Georgia <laughs> would say that if Melvin Gordon's still in Denver. Because he he's going to be a true bell cow. They don't really Yeah, because he's got no Philip Lindsay, but he's yeah. still bell cow on a crappy team. So let's just remember that. It's like the Jets – Ooh, the bell cow for that team is oh, not yet. They don't have a bell cow. Exactly. Cam, Cam Akers is going to be a guy who's going to be a bell cow in this year. So he's going to be, he's going to be different. So, and, and I think, uh, you know, we, we don't have him very, you know, we didn't have him very high on this one. Aaron Jones is still going to be the, is still going to be the guy. So I, yeah, I look for him lot, to definitely stay in the top five. A lot of guys. I mean, why not? He's yeah. been consistent. And one of the guys that we didn't have very high because he was a rookie and uh, he was going to be, sh- it looked like he was going to be sharing time with uh, Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor. We had him at 29 and he finished number six. We were That's just, crazy. you know what? I might've smoked too much that day when we ranked it. <laughs> but however, let, let me just make one good point. Uh, Austin Eckler does have Aaron Jones center, his Pro Bowl center. Ah, uh, yes. So let's see how much that actually matters. Well, it usually does. It, it helps the running back. It helps the runners, the the interior linemen, the the center, and the two guards. They're the ones who are doing a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to the running backs. Kind of those in between tackles. So Eckler, Eckler's going to be good. And yeah, I think with losing, I think actually it's not just the running, but I think I think some of the targets that Hunter Henry leaves behind are going to go to Austin Eckler. And, yep. and and he is definitely going to be a, a could be a, a blow up here, right? I can't I can't wait for us. To, I mean, it's get, we're gonna we're gonna do our first you know the the next rankings exercise. We'll do this after the draft so that we can kind of factor in the running the rookies. I mean, I think Jonathan Taylor's performance definitely showed us that <clears> that we're you know we need to keep an eye on the rookies that that could blow up that that have that have backfields to themselves. So. Uh, we're going to see. We're going to see. I, th- I would say one guy to really keep an eye on for next year is Clyde Edwards-Alaire, though. So, El Aire. 
just because <laughs> the fact that they really still haven't done anything with that offense. I mean, with uh, they got a juice with, with a little backup. money that he's that he's up for because they got to they got to basically basically they lost all their money. So now they can only afford certain players for a certain amount of time. For example, they just got the the current center they have for one year. So they got to juice CEH for as much as they can because if CEH wants a big contract, they're just going to let him go as soon as he does because he's still on the rookie contract. So it's like juice him, juice him because Le'Veon Bell is not going to give you anything. So hopefully they can do it. I I just think it for a lot of people out there, I'm not sure. Have you guys heard that uh, a lot of hate against KC right now? People saying, oh, uh, they're losing their line. They're not going to be the same team next year. I feel like they're still going to be number one. Andy Reid's involved in the decision making. I don't have any. I don't have any worries. Do you still think that they're going to be uh, Super Bowl contenders? Yes. As long as they have Patrick Mahomes there, yes. Yeah. So no matter that their line broke down, nothing. Well, else? I mean, I, I don't think they're going to replace them with a bunch of JV guys. You know, any, any, <laughs> well, NFL teams are. You know, they're. It's all strategy. It's all strategic. They're making moves that they think are going to be helpful to them, even if the general public is like, "What are you doing?" Like they, I think they're smart enough. You know, these guys have been to the Super Bowl two years in a row, or was it? Is it three now? Two, two, three years in a row now. Two, two years, two years in a row, and almost, row. almost made it three. I, I almost, think it's, yes. I so think they, it's they know gonna, what they're doing. They know what it's going to be doing. interesting this year because I feel like a lot of the trade talk, a lot of the cheese has been about linemen and where these big linemen are going and where they're shifting, and yet they're not the big names like uh, I don't know Keenan Allen or you know the big names you're used to hearing. So I'm interested to seeing if we see that on the field. You know well, what I mean? Uh, totally, totally. Well, one of the things that the uh, the Chiefs did add, they added uh, Kyle Long, Howie Long's son, and they added I forget they they added another guard. So they really built out their guards, and they're getting back their uh, their their uh, All Pro guard who went to who went to Canada as a doctor to fight COVID. So, uh, so that yeah, I heard about that. I remember that story that they were there. They, 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 they were talking about that. Why do you go like back to Canada? Canada? We could have used him here. I'm sure well, Chase, he, he was only, he's only licensed in Canada. I mean, he's a medical resident oh. in, in Canada. I mean, he's total MD, but he's coming back to, to the chiefs. And you know what, this is a draft that they could draft a couple of offensive linemen. Here's one thing to remember about Andy Reed, as much as he's an innovative offensive line at his core, he was an offensive line coach. That, that, that was his first job. Bingo. So he is it, always going to, exactly. He's going to make sure he's got a line going mm-hmm. into the season. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not worried about, about, I, I think there, there's a lot of tackles. I didn't know he was an offensive line coach, but I could have guessed it. <laughs> well, he was an <laughs> offensive line man. <laughs> so Okay. Gotta love that. <laughs> well, hey, let's 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 close things out with the wide receivers. So, all right, I think one guy, the one guy we were too high on was Juju. We had him at number ten. He finished number sixteen. That's not that much, but no, that's well, not too big of a a dig. And and I well, think, we didn't know about. I mean, I don't think any we of didn't us know about Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Yeah, Deontay. I don't and even I think, think that's us... that's the bigger the bigger. Uh, yeah, I don't. I didn't even rank Deontay. I don't even have him on my list. <laughs> no, we didn't have him. I think we liked him as a potential for the soft, you know, the sophomore year jump. Yeah, and I don't think we expected I, him to get 144 targets. I felt like, like Marquise Brown was my biggest oops. I yeah. was so high on him, even though when we did our rankings, I wasn't. I was so high on him. I drafted him in so many leagues. By the yo, by the end, we were just we were we were sky high on him. 
sky high on him. So, and with the one guy we weren't sky high on who pretty much tore up the league was uh, Stefan Diggs. And we should have known. We should have known that he had a, a good quarterback and he was basically, no matter what, he had a better quarterback than what he had at Minnesota. Right? Trophy, who knew that? You did, Nico. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. right. I thought you I thought you left already. <laughs> so I, I'm surprised that we got that none of us put him in the top 10. That is a big surprise now that you mentioned it. You know uh, what? Yeah, I think that was a little bit uh I mean, people, you know, there's so much talk about the wide the receivers unknown, changing. Right? Yeah, the wide receivers changing. And I I, I think we we're all I, I think we we're in, you know, he was four, number 14 the previous year. I think I think we just kind of were comfortable putting him there. And that that was that was bad. We should get our we should have one of the nuns. You had him at three, Georgie. Julio Jones. I had, yeah, I had, a, I had Julio Jones ahead of Devontae Adams. What a pendejo am I? What? Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. And I love Devontae Adams. I'm going to get a Devontae Adams t- you know, t-shirt for next season. So We were high see. on Godwin too, guys. Yeah. Well, the, we all he, had Juju at number 10. That's interesting. Yeah, exactly. We all had Juju at number 10. I think we were all buying into the the previous, not not 2019, but 2018 when he had like the 100 plus uh, hundred plus receptions and 1,400 yes, yards. Where's Deontay Johnson on this list? He's, He's not, not there. Up. I see James looks- Washington. Oh, man, we missed out. We sucked, guys. This was early, though. This this was early. This was a very early. This uh, had to have been like, ranking. yes. Yeah, one of our very this first. Was, oh, yeah. This was like week, you know, May. This was like middle of May. Yeah, May. Uh, like, this was like I, I, a year it's, just, ago. it's weird seeing our top 20 and seeing names that were irrelevant, like DJ Chark. T.Y. Hilton, Emmanuel Sanders. This may have. Was this even before the draft? Because I don't even really see. Oh, this is. No, this, is post draft. Here. this is post-draft. This is post-draft. Wow. Yeah. We put no Maybe rookies in here. There's like no Justin Jefferson. There's no like T. Higgins here. There's like yeah. not even like way down the list. Even on even on yours, George, because you're 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 way more thorough than we are. And I don't, I and Justin any... Jefferson, 44. Going oh, have, oh, yeah, I'm at 44. There you go. Yeah, that, that's wow. Uh, you had a long list. This boy. Oh. <laughs> what a you got guys like you know what i'm very proud of my number 50 pick i only yeah. did 42 picks but i made sure to put number 50 aj <laughs> and he and that was actually He's too high <laughs> that was actually too high i think he was like number 68 or something like that so i <laughs> uh, yeah yeah but, you know, but it, you know it it uh I, th- I think one of the things that we learned from Diggs is don't be afraid of uh, a wide receiver changing teams, uh, getting to yeah. a good quarterback. So, you yeah. know, that Will Fuller, Kenny Galladay, those guys, uh, I think it, it, don't be, let's not be afraid of what they're going to do. Uh, and I think one of the things that, that we learned from Allen Robinson, no matter who's the quarterback, that, that boy, that man is going to be a man. Yeah. So, he, uh, yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't boy, matter where he goes. ABC. <laughs> BBD, <laughs> but yeah, the guy's going to be around 100 receptions and you know 12, you know 1100, 1200 yards. I mean, he's just he's just a beast. Mm-hmm. And so even if it's Andy Dalton, I think we're playing, we're putting him in. We got to put him in the top ten. Yeah, you, you, Is you, Michael you Thomas going to be top three? Ooh, no, but I, I'm still. I doubt gonna, it. If I it's Winston, it. I'm looking at him in the top ten. And actually, no matter if it's oh, Hill, garbage no, time, one, not even top five. So Michael Thomas next year. Is not a first round draft pick. Oh yeah, correct. 
He's not a first round draft pick. I'm think uh, I'm looking at him more like in the uh, late second, early third, right, to the third. That round. late, uh, he could be a bargain. He could end up being. He's going to be behind Devonte Adams. He's going to be behind Tyreek. He's going to be behind DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, he's got the biggest drop. Well, yeah. Would he's you take? Losing a, how about Drew this? Brees. He's losing Drew Brees. Ricky, okay, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the quandary: Michael Thomas or Keenan Allen. Shut up. <laughs> I'm I mean, taking, I'll tell you what, you got to pick Thomas, but you know Keenan's going to put numbers up. I, I'm going to take uh, Keenan. I'm going to take your man. I'd probably take Keenan you over would, Michael Thomas. Neither, no, you guys. I would. Yeah, I, I would. You guys are taking Thomas all the way. I don't think I'm so. I'm telling you, no. You, you know what? When push comes to shove, when you guys are given the option and it's Thomas or Keenan, you're going to say, holy crap, how is Thomas still there? So I don't want to hear it. I don't that know. sounds like a six pack bet. Ooh, beer bets. <laughs> talking, talking about talking about it, beer doesn't bets. Doesn't matter it's... because Michael Thomas is going to get drafted well before Keenan Allen. Yeah. Well, you know, I have a prediction here. Uh, the one team that uh, the wide receivers were supposed to do a lot was the Arizona team. None of them did any good. But I. Think what are you talking the... about, DeAndre Hopkins? Well, no, he didn't do as well as he could have. But I think he, I think. Oh my God, this guy. Arizona. Is going- you say that. You know why? Because he had an Arizona wide receiver that did poo poo, and that's, that's why that's why Nichols like that. He's bitter. But I had DeAndre Hopkins in a in all my leagues, and I traded him for Kamara in another one. So kudos to me. Uh, but no, Hopkins did awesome. The end of the year, he did kind of taper off, right. but overall, he did he had an amazing year. So let's. Well, he take- I'll, I'll pick Arizona to win the conference. I mean, I I think they can be that good. The so. conference is a little shook right now. Russell Wilson kind of, uh, I, I don't know what's going on over there. Big black cloud over there right now. San Fran, there's nothing there. And then over in LA, it's a brand new team that just got rid of one of their star centers. So really, that you're right, Nico. I think you're right about Arizona. And you being a San Fran fan, I'm surprised you said that, and I'm proud of you. Yeah. You guys were talking about Seattle. You know, we had, we had DK Metcalf, number 19. That was dumb. What, what I, I know this was. I know this was an early. This was an early. Uh, I had him fifteen, so I feel. I had him late, and I, by the time of the by the time the draft rolled around, like I couldn't wait to pick DK Metcalf. So I'm surprised I had him at, at twenty one. I, I remember it's so funny drafting with Hector. Uh, if you haven't done it, and the fa- all the fans, <laughs> you need to see it. A, it takes it takes ten minutes a pick no matter what <laughs> but to see his face look at the board and then look at his list and then just thinking looking to the sky and thinking and i'm like i have to go over there and tell him dude this guy's still on the board and, and then hector goes oh is he really and he gets so hyped up and then he takes another five minutes to think about it <laughs> so but i i remember i remember on the keenan allen pick hector being yes, so excited i was I got Keenan Allen in the seventh round. How is that even possible? See, yeah. that's what I mean. It was so exciting. It was like I was, it was like watching it was, your child. That open was the up moment. Santa's gift. That was the moment of, of the draft for, for me. I was able to <laughs> I was able to just kind of like exult in, in that in the moment. You <laughs> needed <laughs> it. You needed it. Well, I will say we're not gonna we're not gonna be picking uh, DK Metcalf in the in the in the sixth or, seventh or round Keenan Allen or, or Keenan Allen. Any of these, any of those. Well, who goes first? Are... Who goes DK or Keenan? DK goes. Well, actually, I think DK probably goes first. The guy's 
the guy's a beast. And if Russell Wilson is still Russell Wilson. Yeah, so. if, they, if, they get, if Russell Wilson leaves, then Metcalf gets traded for something. So Metcalf's not getting traded if, if Russell leaves. I think so. Know, yeah, man. but you're better. So right. I, I don't I, no, I, I I think I think cooler heads are going to prevail. Russell Wilson's going to stay because the the Seattle is going to realize we ain't got we ain't getting a you know Aaron Rodgers for Russell Wilson. So right. let's uh you know we're not tra- we're not trading up in any any scenario. So right. an- another how far did they drop question? Julio Jones outside the top ten. He's down by the schoolyard. He's way out there, man. Because I feel like I feel like wouldn't you? you rather have Keenan Allen and DK than Julio? Where did Julio uh, end up this year, George? What, what was his? Oh, what was his he was. I'll tell you in a second. Keep talking. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, so all right. So Julio, we all had in the top five. I don't know if he's finished in the top five the past few years uh that's a lot are we of picking the name i mean are we picking Julio Jones? That, that's what i feel like and, and with matt ryan that's another name but that team sucks right now and george is all in a flux so i don't want to have anything to do yeah, with it, them. it just it just, it just feels Julio like it's outside the top it 10 just feels I think he's like you're, the top su- 10. you're supposed to pick julio jones high it's just yes it's just, it's just, that's it's, how it, i felt about Devonte adams right. the past three you years you just have to do it it's just so just to, to answer your question, he was number 52 last year. Because remember, he missed oh a bunch God. of games. But yes. but he was number three the previous year. What was so, his average? Look at wow. average stats. Average stats, he averaged uh, 16, point, 16 fantasy points a game. Wow. So it was still that was still pretty respectable. That, that was yeah. still very respectable because he had seven. He missed seven games. He averaged ah. he averaged 110 yards uh, receiving a game. But I think Galladay did better than him. So I think yeah. in that in that case, uh, Galladay, we need to now further rank him ahead of Julio, but also still keep in mind that both of them take a quarter of the season off PTO. Well, I think I think Kenny Galladay is going to have to not do that this year because uh, the homeboy got paid. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to he, he's going to have to show up and do and, and do it big time. Yeah, who's going to throw to him? Uh, it's going to be da- Daniel Jones. I never yeah. heard of him. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we're going to find out. Yeah. So the last the last guy that we're going to we're we're going to look at is uh, that who made a big who made. You know, maybe we were too too low on him. Was AJ Brown? We had we all had a, the consensus was seventeen. What what was that, Primo? That was I don't Rick. like him. He's like a like Ricky. Clearly hates Tennessee <laughs> other than Henry. <laughs> he hates Tennessee, man. What Daniel, did he finish? No, what did Brown, What did AJ no. Brown finish? Number seven, and that was missing. What can two Brown games. do for you, Rick? He was number seven, and when and from the time that he came back from his injury, I remember I did this, I statted this out for someone else. He was number, he was the wide receiver three, from like week uh, five or six till the end of the season. I'll tell you what, I I don't want to say he's gimmicky, but he's reliant on that long pass, and I don't know if it's just he's always going to do it, or he just got lucky. Uh, I, I still wouldn't, I wouldn't pick him number seven. Oh, overall I'm, wide receiver that's like picking him over michael thomas would you pick him it, over michael it, thomas next is antonio brown the same it, 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 be in early in antonio brown's career wasn't he exactly i wasn't an analyzer right? back then an analyzer. right george what was it antonio brown also kind of relying on the long ball 
and he made a career out no of it. no antonio brown would take him in the middle get hit a lot yeah he, he did everything no so but like for example tyree kills relying on the on the long ball so and i don't like having a tyree kill because i don't like those weeks where you just see a zero from them because they got no catches or they get one catch for five yards. And that's how I feel this guy is. I just feel like he got lucky. And, and I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know. I just, I just hate the setup in Tennessee because I don't think it's a Super Bowl winning method. I think if you just let Derrick Henry run, no matter what, they'll win. But every time they turn to Ryan Tannehill to throw, it looks real pretty because A.J. Brown makes it look nice but they don't win that way. The thing with them is, I mean, they lost Corey Davis and Johnny Smith. So they have, as of right now, they, AJ Brown is their, you know, is, is their guarded. uh, He's going to get a lot of attention from the defense, but he's their, their number one receiver. And he doesn't have, there's no clear cut number two. So that, that to me, I mean, he had 106 targets in 14 games last year. So I, I just look at the fact that I mean, if you had, if you get another thirty targets for, from him, that that would have gone to Corey Davis last year, that's gonna be. I, Beast I, I'm a big fan of his. I would probably draft him ahead of Michael Thomas just because I'm. I, I, but uh, again, I it Please would be do. barely. Okay, I will. I will. Ooh, oh, this is fun. Please, cool. do. God, I hope you guys pick <laughs> him and Keenan Allen over Thomas. Please. Uh, uh, and then we'll right. remind you we'll remind you we'll remind you about it uh, keenan allen only when we do this again <laughs> oh, man. again we'll see where you, we'll see where you really rank him rick oh primos that was more fun than should be allowed so uh you know for for you know ucla winning baseball is coming back and 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 looking back at last year and just having having some fun so everything uh, is good oh uh, it's just all for our show for our show <laughs> Uh, hey, big thanks to Anchor for being our hosting network and making sure our independent podcast gets out in the familiar community. Uh, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review for wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, make sure to find original content at familiafp.com. We're going to have some fun stuff coming up uh, on there. And remember to follow us on Twitter at familiaffb. Ricky, where do we find you on Twitter? Ricky Torres TV. Hector. What the heck? You can Two find teams. me at you can find me at Jorge Martin seventeen Nico. We can find you at uh, NicolasVegas.com. Uh, uh, you can find me at the Safeway hanging out. As you say, you can find him in the Sonoma I'll the, Safeway. I'll be in the produce section hanging out. So. <laughs> I'll be trying out the smoothies. Exactly. Oh, I have some great suggestions for you guys. Oh man, and and don't forget our Familia FFP Facebook page. Uh, gracias. Let's uh, let's ring in baseball season. And remember, everybody, todos somos familia. Adios, amigos. Salud. Go Giants. No. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Vamos do years. Vamos do years. As you said, George, we're going to ring in the new season. <laughs> Oh, salute, everybody.